the one. Hello, everybody. How you doing today? Uh, I'm your host for today's episode, Marquise. Just cover four with the guys. I got Nick with me. How you doing? Feeling good, man. Feeling good. Ready for another week. We've been going strong, getting, getting close to regular season. That's true. What about you, Terrence? How's it going over there, Dad? Yeah, feeling <laughs> great, man. Like like Nick said, another week of football. Ready to get into this. Can't wait for the season. Hey, yeah. bro. I feel like it's been a real busy week for everybody. To be honest, Nick's getting settled back in in Florida. Terrence is taking trips. I just started school again this week. I'm letting y'all know. If y'all want to know, parking at a college campus is a scam. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Y'all want to know. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. It's, they definitely make you pay for no reason. Definitely. Oh, don't, even, don't even have enough spots. Just selling, selling hopes even, and dreams. It don't even make sense, bro. <laughs> Luckily, I swear, I don't even check. They don't even check to see if you got a parking permit or not. Luckily, I'm in a good spot where I got to park at over at USF, but man, it's crazy. It's a little hectic. But all right, let's uh let's get started with this first quarter of the news segment today. Uh we had the Jets, they suffered a loss. Uh I was talking to Nick a little bit before the pod. I don't think it's catastrophic, but it definitely hampers what they were trying to do. Defensive end Carl Lawson came over from Cincinnati. He suffered a ruptured Achilles in practice. He's going to miss an entire season. What do you think about that, Nick? Yeah, I mean, like we said, you know, it's not that he was, uh, you know, some all-pro player. He wasn't like Khalil Mack or anything like that. But, one, the Jets need all the help they can get. And then, two, strength and numbers on the defensive line. Um, and he, he was definitely ascending. So it's really sad to see, you know, a guy who took a big step last year with Cincinnati uh, went from having a total of, I think it was, two career starts to 11 last year, uh, then moving to a new situation, maybe getting more reps and more starts. Um, and his season's taken out from underneath him. So it's real sad to see. Uh, hopefully it doesn't hinder his career and doesn't hinder the Jets season too much. That's no, nice. Yeah, sure. Definitely agree with you. Definitely, definitely. I mean, he was an ascending player. Uh, it's definitely unfortunate for him as well as the Jets, you know, as they're looking to, to change pretty much, you know, the, the culture of the franchise, the whole, you know, I uh, bring in some quality guys that can help them try to change, you know, uh, their culture as well as their franchise. Obviously, we know they've been bottom tier for a hot minute. <laughs> so, a minute. They've been hot dumpster juice, like you like to say, for a minute. That's not a lot. So it's definitely, you know, I feel like it's big, especially him, like you say, coming off of some of his best years or whatever, for example, coming into this new, new, um, New, new scenery here with a, another team that's, you know, up and coming just as the Bengals were, per se. And to suffer that at this point, I feel like it's, you know, it sucks. But, you know, hopefully, you know, he comes back stronger from it for sure. Hopefully, mm-hmm. Definitely. We got to talk about this other team. I think they're hot dumpster garbage, juice, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. I don't know who deemed them America's team. This is not America's team, but Dak Prescott. Fraud. I, I like him. I do like Dak. He, his injuries might cause him not to be fully ready for the season. There's conflicting reports on this. There's been the reports that he won't be ready. Then there's the reports he will be ready. But I think the general consensus is that his injuries are going to be a lingering factor regardless going into the season. What do you think about that, Terrence? For me, honestly, I think it's, it's really big news for the Cowboys because if you want to be honest, they got absolutely no shot without him. Like, if you want to take it to perspective, what happened last season when he went out? Now they don't even have Andy Dalton as a backup quarterback. Who's the backup quarterback now? Danucci, Ben Danucci. Yeah, they only won that one game over uh over Knicks team, right? Or no, they they fumbled the bag on Knicks team, didn't they? No, you're talking about no. They beat us, and that was a dang. That, that was yeah, their that one. Was yeah, that was yeah, that their was one. like their big game. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, like like Terrence said. If he ain't there, he give him the best chance to even get to the NFC East Definitely. to win it. We ain't even talk about the Super Bowl because there ain't no hopes of that even with him. <laughs> what well, you I mean, think? Their defense ain't really ain't no. there yet anyway, so they ain't making no noise anyway. What's, what you think, Nate? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, what I what I think is uh, the worst part about it was they set the expectation that he would be back. And there's no way that they didn't just like they just found out this, you know, recently that he wasn't going to be ready to go. Um, I think I think they were. Yeah, they were trying to like almost almost pressure him into it. And, you know, because Cowboys Nation, as much as we hate them, I mean, they probably are the biggest 
NFL fan base and they were trying to like, you know, quell the flames with them uh, and just let them know, you know, if we're going to be all right. And now that we're getting close season, they can't, you know, they can't mime it anymore. They got to, they got to let it be known that he's not going to be ready. Yeah, that is true. Uh, we had another big news. I didn't actually write this down. This kind of just came through. Jacksonville Jaguars uh, rookie pick running back Travis. Out for the year, man. Yeah, Travis. I ain't gonna try to say this man's name. I can't. Etn. Even say it. Etn. ETN. There you go. ETN. Three letters. Look. Etn. Hey, here you go. <laughs> Etn. <laughs> he out for the season. I mean. I don't think it impacts them because I was going to start James Robinson if I was the coach and ETN would have got some playing time, maybe. What you think, Terrence? I mean, I think it's big for him, especially going to miss his rookie season with Trevor. They already got the chemistry coming in. Um, for him, I feel like they would have definitely been able to splash him into the offense. Because, I mean, you think about it, they got Martin Jones, uh, Chanel LaVisca. Uh, I might have said his name backwards. I mean, they got, um, you know, James Robinson. So I feel like for him, I feel like he would have been, you know, Peace. kind of like an X factor for them. Yeah, he would have been something coming to change the pace of the game. Kind of like so, how, how how we have Kadarius Tony on the Giants. Like we say he's going to change the pace for them. Yeah, I feel like he, he could have changed the pace because for him, if you look at it, they could have had him and James Robinson on the field at the same time, had ETN at slot receiver, whatever. And I feel like, two, what would have – helped him or helped them as a whole having him is that Urban Meyer wants to bring that, you know, that fast paced tempo, just like in college, you know? So I feel like that would also benefit him too. Cause that's what he's used to playing. So I feel like um, being able to being missing his rookie season is, it, it's going to be tough for sure. But I mean, they do have other playmakers, but I do feel like he would have made a, you know, a lot, I feel like he would have made a lot of plays for him this year, a lot of big plays for him. Yeah, like you said, Urban Meyer is trying to bring that faster pace to him. They've been having third down struggles so far in the preseason. So I definitely, you know, the Chiefs have the fast pace aspect of it, but I, their formations are way different. You know, they're I think Urban's Urban's kind of getting caught up in what he did in college, trying to bring that, that spread. Yeah, bring to the full fold. And it only works so fast. Like everybody in the NFL is fast. Like you got Devin White on the Bucks running a 4-3. Okay, yeah. your your one receiver that you put in the slot is not just gonna smoke him like you think. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, what do you think about it, Nick? I mean, Terrence kind of touched on everything. The biggest part about it was, yeah, I know that he probably wasn't gonna be the starter, but you know, we're moving more towards the the prototype is Alvin Kamara and um, Christian McCaffrey, and he's obviously not as good, but that's the type of player that he is. He can come out of the backfield and make a lot of plays for you. And remember, during and Terrence touched on it um, during the you know, training camp and all that, he was running reps as a slot receiver as well. So they were working to find a way to get him into the offense, regardless of what the role was. Um, plus, you know, the chemistry that he has with Trevor, getting a rookie quarterback in there, you want as much familiarity as possible. So the fact that you had a lot of new uh, college talent coming in with the team, a college football coach, there's going to be a lot of things that needed to be. And plus the team's just not there. I mean, they're just really not there. There's the potential now, right? But so that, that could be a, a bigger hit than people anticipate because he's not Trevor's hype level, but he was a, a weapon for that offense that you could put in multiple different positions. Um, yeah, that's the thing. He was, you would have wanted to see him, like, grow from, like, rookie season to the And soft, I, I drafted so poorly. I drafted so poorly at running back. He was one of my starting running backs, so I already got a shop. For, hey, for, for fantasy don't, football. No, don't even <laughs> go. Don't even go there. I, I don't even I I like I enjoy fantasy football, like the aspect of us doing it, but I hate, I utterly hate how much it gets talked about. It oh my gosh. Like there's this whole segment on ESPN, people tweet about it constantly. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a real thing. It like takes I'm about away to turn our group chat into just fantasy during this football. No, season. it like out the group. It takes away like the whole like football aspect of it for me. Like people are like, oh well, I'm gonna take this dude because the fantasy, his number is gonna be insane. But like on his team, he probably won't be do like I don't know. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it does go based off your performance, but some of it's like I feel like it's just weird. Like you know, it's like I'm, a James White type. Like you know, he's gonna get in, he's gonna get catches. Yeah, screens, like like Austin Eckler ain't nowhere near the best running back in the league, but people gonna take him in fantasy football. <laughs> oh, because yeah, he get them points. <laughs> oh my god! So <laughs> moving along, we had something. Funny, I think very funny. We had one of those good old boys, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he wants to blame taunting in football. 
you know what I'm talking about, Giants owner, team that hasn't won in a while. They're blaming rap music for taunting in football. That's where we came to things, but I wonder if he was brought, uh, he's using that excuse for the two fights that have broken out. He had a fight a couple of weeks ago, and then he just had this recent fight at his scrimmage between Sterling Scepter and the Browns' new corner, Troy Hill. And the funny thing about this whole fight is that the boys just let it happen. Like, the teammates were just, that fight was about to go down, and nobody's going to stop it. Somebody, only one player went and grabbed Sterling Shepard. It was about to keep going. So, what do you think about it, Nate? I mean, so just let's start with the obvious. Uh, 66-year-old white guy. So, I don't think anyone's shocked that that's his mindset. Um, that's the And that's the unfortunate reality. You know, we talk about re- representation in the NFL, and these are the owners of the teams. You know, going back to the whole Donald Sterling thing in the NBA, I mean, that's the unfortunate reality is that these guys go out there and they put their blood, sweat, and tears into it, and you got dickheads like this at the top running teams with these types of opinions. And unfortunately, that's the reality of the situation. Now, to the actual fight, um, I don't want to say I'm glad that they were able to settle, you know, and hopefully squash whatever happened. But, I mean, everyone loves to get on Twitter and say, like, or real men would do, you know, whatever their opinion is on it. At the end of the day, people have emotions. They're, uh, they pour their entire lives into this. And if the teams were able to sit there and watch and let it happen because they knew that no one was going to let something severe happen, hopefully those two could walk away from it and they can all be competition at the end of the day. I'm going to let you know off of, like, what Nick said, and Terrence can definitely allude to this from playing in college and playing growing up. Grown-ass people fight all the time. Yeah. Don't. Oh, yeah. Don't I hate like these newscasters and these reporters act like grown people don't fight. Grown yeah. people fight in traffic jams, road rage. They yeah. fight at work. Like <laughs> stop acting like kids are the only people that fight. Like sometimes somebody need to get their ass beat. I'm not and they saying always, yeah, and they always highlight the the <laughs> the two opposing teams. But every single year, I mean, remember when Cam fought his own teammates, bro, and he was smiling. Like that, it happens all the time. Like get over it, yeah, it's, it and it's gonna keep like- happening. It's yeah. honestly like when you're in that type of like competition, and like you just got to think about it. Like what he said was just flat out ignorant. Like even looking at like majority of the league, look look at the face of your franchise as a black man, and then you look at you know honestly, I feel like this is what happens when you get a bunch of alpha males together because everybody out there has that mindset of like I'm, I'm the best. best. Yeah, I'm the best. So when you got like a group of alpha males going at it, you know, going from the drills, doing whatever, or maybe something wasn't going right for, let's say, Sterling Shepard, and, but it's going right for Troy Hill. Sterling Shepard obviously can get upset and square up with him and, you know, be ready to fight. So I feel like it just honestly comes with the territory. Like, I've seen so many fights in football, but then, you know, it's left there. It's dead. Like, you don't talk yeah. about it after the fact. It's just – we handled this on the field. We fought, whatever, boom. Like, this left on the field. It's funny to even think about this because you know how many teammates I don't almost fought in practice or fought in practice? One of my, like, <laughs> real good friends in high school, his name is Romeo. His, his dad just died. So, like, you know, condolences to him. But me and this man used to get into it in practice religiously, like, in basketball <laughs> practice, and then go play together like it didn't happen. <laughs> So I just wish people would stop acting like that's how it goes. Yeah, the stigma that just grown people don't fight and only little kids fight. Like, all right, bro, if only grown people fight, then y'all need to tell these cops and people that just think fighting is full on acceptable that hey, you shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just it's really weird to me because I haven't seen it, especially in the army. You know, it happens, bro. Grown people is on knuck if you buck if you want to say it, you know. But <laughs> All right, we got another one. We got a, a old man, man. Larry Fitz says he doesn't have the urge to play football right now, and he will be a radio broadcaster. He said he doesn't have the urge. Maybe it'll change November time frame. Who knows? But what do you think about that, Nick? I mean, I'm glad. Uh, my my obviously, I want to see Fitz play. I feel like he's like you know everyone gives Tom Brady credit and all credits too. Um, but there's another dude that looks like he could play until he's 40 because he just lets his game evolve with his age. Um, but you know, football is not one of those games that you can just go out there and half ass because you can get hurt. So if he's not in it mentally, I mean, by all means step away. And he's not even saying that he didn't retire. He just said, yeah. he doesn't feel it right now. He might he's... be pulling a little Brett Favre, you know, he's just not really feeling preseason OTAs, you know, the real grind. He's like, <laughs> I've been doing this for 
decades now. Like, this like is I'm over it. Decade. Yeah, you like, know what I mean? And I'm sure, you know, when they get in the swing of the season, they would take him back with open arms as a, you know, reliable target that Kyler is definitely going to need and D-Hop's going to want on the other end. So what you I'm think? happy for him. What you definitely, think, Terrence? Sure. I mean, for just like you said, I mean, that could be the case to where he's trying to pull that Brett Favre to where he's not putting any unneeded miles on his body because, you know, from, you know, personally playing receiver, you know, for a long time, man, like, you know, it don't matter if you running around and you getting the ball, like you're running. If you don't get the ball, you're running. You're you blocking. Dumb, dummy routes, you know, you're blocking. You're doing a whole bunch of things that just put nothing but wear and tear in your body. So if that's, you know, what he's doing, I don't, you know, I don't blame him because at the end of the day, you know, he is a very accomplished player. I don't think he has nothing left to prove because, I mean, he won a Super Bowl. So at the end of the day, I feel like at this point in his career, he has yeah, no he didn't, he, he, bro, he, he lost, he bro. Oh, yeah, he, robbed they, they oh, yeah, 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 my bad, my bad. Okay. Nah, he did, he deserves to have one, but, like, in all reality, I don't – this is going to lead into our halftime segment, kind of, but I ain't going to spill the beans. I don't know why you thought either, but you probably in vacation mode still. But yeah, the card the Cardinals never won one. Nah, that was as close as they got too. San Antonio Holmes is in the back and just it was in Tampa too. Look at this man fact checking us right now. He's like, did yeah, he oh, I'm like- <laughs> yeah, you you stick to fact checking. I'm gonna keep talking about good old fits. He got more, <laughs> he got more tackles and he got drops. He's a great Only receiver. He's gonna be a Hall of Famer. I think the only bad thing, receiver is one of those positions as you get older, like Tom can keep playing quarterback because people are blocking for him. Yeah. But as you get older, if you, obviously Larry ain't as fast as he was. So, you know, he's missing a step. He's probably not getting separation as much. He's still going to catch the ball and run good routes. It's oh, just, yeah. He just ain't getting the, you know, the separation. And can he still fight for ball? 100%. But it's just yeah. the fact of it. It's nice, you know, you get that extra two three yards off somebody like terrence could say like you get two three yards on someone and your quarterback can put the ball where it needs to be like that's less work you got to do because you already just got the separation like, like Calvin, it's more so David David like, Howard, but it's more situational i feel like for them just just being able to know like outside the d hop outside of aj green you Chris know they Curry. have rondell Moore now chris and kurt you have a guy that's i know if we need to throw this ball fourth and one fourth and two Third and short, whatever. Goal line slants, yeah. Like goal this is, line. This is a guaranteed cat. If it touches his fingertips, it's a it's guaranteed. <laughs> he ain't he ain't letting it drop. That's hey, and yeah. you know what's funny? I was just telling, talking about this earlier, is that I know me and Terrence grew up on it. It's just like if the ball touched your hands, like you supposed to catch you gotta it. Gotta catch it. You like yeah. Like you better off if you don't think you're gonna catch it. Don't even put your hands up. Don't like, go up. get it. <laughs> So, yeah, it, but it, I will uh, bring up the Jamar Chase thing. He hasn't caught. He had three drops. I just want people to know before they get on him, he didn't play last year. You know, he's getting the full swing of it with the scrimmages, the practices and everything. I think Buddy's still going to be an animal. His only issue was getting separation in college, and he's just dropping the ball now. So it's not even like he ain't separating. He just had a couple of drops, and it's only preseason. It's his first action. I mean, when you're in the NFL, honestly, unless it's like a blown coverage, you're probably not going to be wide open or get too much separation. Honestly, so. exactly. So it ain't nothing to hang his head on. He'll get it going. We had a battle out in, uh, I think it happened in San Diego. Derwin James and George Kittle were, or San Francisco. Why did I say it? Well, because the Chargers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Chargers fans. I know it's a little, it's a little sad, but they had a battle. Derwin James and George Kittle were going at it. Kittle got the first reception on a tough out route catch. Honestly, it was a terrible ball placement, I think. And James, it was almost and, a pick. Or yeah, a and I really think Kittle just snagged the ball for Derwin, like barely. I think it was a bad pass from Jimmy. And then they had another pass. James picks it off because it was another bad pass, honestly. It was just say, like, that it was, was it's literally – it was another bad pass. It was like the same route. Yeah. <laughs> like it was just one time was in the middle of the field. The other one was yeah. like just one-on-one drills. Like both, yeah. both balls were bad balls because – on his back shoulder. Exactly. The second one, like Nick said, if you put it on his back shoulder, Derwin can't even go back there to get it. Yeah. Like either. Hey, since we're talking about accuracy, how you like uh Matt Jones since y'all? Oh, I don't know if he's that accurate. Oh, Show me the No, you were gonna bring this up, bro. Oh, show me in the All right, let's just get there. I we weren't even. I was You got Marquis talking over the mic and shit. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I just had to say something since y'all brought up accuracy. We talked about accuracy. Y'all saying, "Oh, Matt Jones, people was always wide open." People weren't always open, though. Hey, 70% ain't a fluke now. I'm, I'm going to just say that. I just In want the you, SEC, 
In the SEC? And you you play for Alabama? In the SEC, yeah, though. Smith. In the um, SEC? First wide receiver to win the Heisman since, I think, yeah. Charles Woodson. But we talking about playing – but somebody had to give him the ball, though, for him to be Heisman. I mean, I don't think – don't listen to me. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think buddies have played a good preseason, which is – it is impressive, but let's not – kid ourselves he is going against second stream players some starters are just out there to be out there all i'm saying is Terrence, i'll believe it i'll believe in the regular season it's tired of windows but he, he does look amazing he, he does, does no I, i'm telling you he he's looks making good. tight window throws and everything all i'm saying is his accuracy up to this point since we were talking previously about you guys were saying oh people are always wide open and now you're seeing like he's able to make like all kinds of throws yeah accurate. i just i just feel like it's going to come down to it regardless of who is the quarterback for you guys it's going to come down to having just those skill position players. And I don't think you guys have enough of them, to be honest. I feel like that's just, it's like a hinder for like both of them at quarterback because Hunter Henry can't stay healthy. Don't care what nobody says. He can't, he can't really stay healthy. Hey, listen, it's the preseason. John o. Smith would have the yeah. boom. John o. Smith would have the boom. I think he will, but he would have the big we time have. boom. So we had that. We, we okay at tight end too with Hunter Henry. We got John o. Smith, Devin Oziowski. We're going to be all right. Yeah, but Nick, what do you think about yeah. that uh, Derwin coming back? Are you excited to see it? Yeah, I mean, he's one of the, you know, I think this is going to be his third year, right? And uh, his second year got cut short. We saw how great he was his rookie season. Um, so, yeah, I'm super excited. I hate seeing play, even if it's a, a team that I don't, I can't stand. And I, I, I'm neutral about the Chargers. It's not that I hate them or anything, but I hate period seeing players get hurt because regardless of if I like them or I don't like them, if they're hurt, I can't talk junk about them. And I love Derwin James, so I definitely couldn't couldn't stand to see him out last year. And hopefully, he can uh, make a big, big comeback. Yeah, we know why you love him. He's one of your guys. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but um, so exactly. So I mean, what I'm saying is though, is especially a young player like that who has huge aspirations. I mean, hopefully he, did, he gets back and gets that defense back where it was. He's the soul of that defense, low key. Like Joey Bosa yeah. is an anchor, but like. He's the hype man on the I'll defense. Say, if you I'll ask say him. Joey Bosa's the heart, he's the soul, right? Like, yeah, they, like them two are they're they're right there. And, they're um, on the they're on the same page. They're cooking because Derwin easily Chargers fans. It is not y'all's year this year, but I promise y'all, y'all have a bright, very bright future. You got the quarterback. You got a defense. Also, you in a tough receiver. division, big dog. But, so the AFC. I, <laughs> I don't know if y'all gonna squeak out a ring on them, but y'all. <laughs> They got a bright future. That's all I'm gonna yeah, say. For sure. Yeah, y'all won some games. We're gonna say that y'all won some games. <laughs> y'all, gonna stay, y'all stay relevant like you did. You'll make the playoffs. You'll you might make the playoffs this year, and then you'll be perennial playoffs. But. All right. So uh moving on to the halftime segment. What caught your guys' eye this past preseason? Obviously, Terrence gave it away because Big Mouth already knew he was gonna bring up Mac Jones. So I, even, I won't go, I didn't even write Mac Jones. <laughs> Who you got I on the paper? <laughs> he's got he's got I, didn't, I promise you. So these were my two picks. So low key three. So damn. As we spoke previously right, before, <laughs> as we spoke previously <laughs> before the uh, the pod, I felt like Mitch Trubisky looked good. I thought he looked good. He looked totally different, totally different quarterback than he did in Chicago. Um, and that's based off of him starting one preseason game. We ain't gonna jump the gun there, but just saying that one game he did look good. And then also after watching the game yesterday. Um, Man, did Callaway, Marquez Callaway, look really good for the Saints with uh, Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston looked good, too. So that's why I said. I was surprised you said that because everyone was talking about Jameis. But that was that catch in the end zone Man, he had two of them. He had two. Well, I, but you know the one I'm talking about where, dude, where he had the uh, pass interference? Yeah, so but, I mean, he, his second one was nice, too. Yeah, no, just, yeah, they were both. Now, just imagine if they, uh, if say, Mike Thomas was them back at the start of the season, having both of them. But my thing is, I feel like that's a really big impact because you don't have Mike Thomas at this point. If you got a guy that you know is, you know, Mike Thomas-like, like making those tough, you know, contested catches, gets open, separation. You know, in the meantime, when you don't have him, you have somebody that can kind of – I'm not saying he's going to be Mike Thomas, but he can feel the boy right now. I just yeah. feel like – I feel like it's just not the same because last year they had a lot more weapons. And they had Mike. And this year, you ain't going to have Mike for a little bit. And you lost a, a, a lot of them weapons. Like Emmanuel Sanders in there. Jared Cook's playing for the Chargers. You don't have Drew Brees. You're switching at, you know, to Jameis, which we hope. And it should rightfully be Jameis. But, I mean, at the end of the day, they should start Jameis and keep using, taste him as a Swiss Army knife because, like you say, you lost a bunch of weapons. So, so get, get your weapons on the field. Exactly. You better go sign another quarterback. 
and definitely not Josh Rosen, but I mean, another they quarterback. Like book and they got Trevor Simeon. I'm I never liked Trevor Simeon, but I put um, Ian Book over him, the uh, quarterback from Notre Dame. I put yeah. Trevor Nick, Simeon. what you got? What did it look like for you for what caught your eye over the past preseason? <laughs> You know, Don't say nothing about them Falcons either. You know, so <laughs> we're not gonna talk about games here. We let you know we let Terrence flex a little bit. Um, I'm gonna go uh, out here with a bold, with a bold prediction for y'all. I've already put it out there on Twitter. If you follow me on Twitter, uh, but Calvin Calvin Ridley is going to make All Pro this season. All right, that's all I'm gonna say. So with with yes, with the practice, he was cooking literally everybody. They threw the kitchen sink at him. <laughs> cooked everybody. <laughs> Xavier Howard, who's been the talk of this offseason as one of the hottest trade topics because he's – and he is. I'm not you know, taking anything away from him. One of the best cornerbacks. And, I mean, Calvin ate his lunch. So, that's what I'm going to stick with. So, that's that's my one. I'll give you all a second one. Um, for me, it is uh, Justin Fields. You know, we, we, t- we spoke about how um, we were thinking that Andy Dalton was going to start the season. And, you know, Marquise's prediction, I think, was week eight he would come in. I mean, they said that, though. But as, and that's what they said. But as we get closer – it almost seems like it'd be idiotic to not play Justin yeah. Fields because he's clearly better than and no no takeaway from Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton's a great backup, and I, and I know he had a terrible year last year with the Cowboys, but he's a good pick for a backup. And you have your star that you can put in right now. Allen Robinson has clearly not been happy over the last couple of years. Like y'all have something going, Matt Nagy. You're on the hot seat, and I don't necessarily think it's your fault this would be the time to make a move. Like it's that. crazy because like you say, Justin Fields at this point early on in his career gives him the best chance to win games. And, and, the, and that's the weird thing. I didn't mean to cut you off, Nate. No, it's like, they're not going to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. So like, it's real weird. Like that. It's a weird, weird topic to have right now. Cause yeah. all you're doing is trying yeah. to win to get in the playoffs, which honestly is a maybe. Help. Yeah. Well, you want to know what I would do? Keith? Uh, be, I would do the, I the, the same thing with him. The same thing I would do with Justin Fields, I would do with Trevor Lawrence. Like, those guys, obviously, were highly sought after. So, for both of them, guys, the only reason you would put them in and let them start week one is if you can protect them. If you can protect them, let them go out there and get the experience. But the thing is – Because the only way you're going to learn how to play in the NFL is by playing in the NFL. Learning how to be an NFL quarterback is by actually playing. So, if you can protect them, put them out there. But if you can't protect them, don't send them out there to – Getting knees blew out and you know so things Field, like that. Fields had the issue. Trevor's played a lot more than Fields. I think yeah. Trevor has a lot more games under his belt. Fields mm-hmm. like he he started last year for Ohio, so it's like oh like you know he hasn't played as much. But I feel like you said if you could protect him, get him out there. But if I was Chicago, I brought this up to one of my buddies. Oh, I can't think of his pod. I'm gonna shout him out next pod. But he's a big Bears fan. You know, oh the Fly Route podcast. Big Bears fan, right? I was like, hey, you know, I think it's time you guys probably look into trading Khalil Mack, like sell house, because, you know, they mess up in the offseason when they let Kendall Fuller go instead of Keem Hicks. Keem Hicks' contract mm-hmm. was big. He's older. Kendall, Kendall Fuller, or I mean, it's not Kendall, it's Kyle because of the brothers, the brothers. But Kyle Fuller is super productive, and you could have kept him, got rid of Keem Hicks, and then that would have been something to build off because they, they were weak at corner. Now you're mm-hmm. weak at corner, and you ain't really got – they went and got Desmond Trufant, who was banged up last year. He's older. Like at this point, it's looking like you got to sell the guys you got, and you can get the investment back in turn. Because somebody like imagine the Patriots, you don't need them because you got a bunch of linebackers. But say Nick, the, the uh, what's your fault? They were like, hey, the Bears want to get rid of Khalil. You'd probably be like, yes, yes, sign me up right now. Yeah, literally. Exactly. Honestly, that's any team. I don't care who you got on your roster if they like. We won't. We're offering Khalil Matt anybody in the league probably give the first round because you can build around <laughs> you can build around Fields, Robinson, and Mooney. You know, because probably Robinson wants to play with Fields, especially if they get that connection going this year. He probably wants mm-hmm. to keep playing with him. So you keep them around. You got Common at tight end. If you can stir up the offensive line at least to protect Fields, you got David Montgomery. Y'all can build the de- – you're going to have to rebuild the defense. And like we said, none of us really think Mac, Na- uh, Matt Nagy should be on the hot seat because he took those teams to the playoffs with Mitch Trubisky, who he didn't even really oh, Mitch want. Mitch Trubisky in a Pro Bowl? Exactly. Didn't even want him and took him there. So the fact that he was making that happen, he should not be on the hot seat at all. But he definitely shouldn't start Andy Dalton. That's just me. So Yeah, he definitely shouldn't. But Andy Dalton is on eggshells. I feel like he – Mess up, he out of there. They pull him. And you know what's There's funny? No 
funny talking about both of these teams, like the Patriots and the Bears. They got the same thing going on with the quarterbacks. Cam was injured last year. Andy got injured. You saw him in limited action. But they're both past their prime. You don't know what exactly is going to happen. I In both situations, I'd probably start the young guy. What about you, Nick? Yeah, I mean, I, I obviously I said, you know, I'd put Justin Fields in week one. Um, but, yeah, you know, uh, we, we like giving Terrence crap about Mac Jones. But, I mean, he has looked incredible so far to start this year. Um, so, yeah, at this point, again, the the Patriots, I cannot – I hate to do this to you, Terrence, but I can't see y'all getting – And have a good week, too. The, well, no, no, but what I'm saying is I can't see y'all getting past, like, the Bills. So, I mean, that's just the reality of the situation. They're, they're the new juggernaut of y'all's division. Um, you, you guys would have to stunt somebody pretty much is what Nick said. Or like, or like if Josh Allen got hurt or something. And, I, mean, uh, I don't think hurt. so. I think we can beat them, honestly, with our, with our defense getting back to shape here. The only thing we need is consistent quarterback play. Your honestly. kid's crying because of that tape right now, bro. That's how <laughs> No, sir. No, uh, sir. But All we need is consistent quarterback play right now. Before we go there on that, Terrence, there is – you guys, Mahomes can beat the Patriots. There's no Tom Brady there because he was only losing to Brady, right? Brady's gone, so he can probably beat the Patriots now. Their defense can't stop a nosebleed, so we'll see. L- Lamar plays good against the Patriots, so that's two. And Bill Belichick schemes great against him. He barely beat us last year. If they didn't BSS with that fumble – Has he not beat you, though, every time he's played – And then if Brian Hoyer wouldn't have took that sack before halftime – Nick, he missed the point. Ain't he, ain't he beat him every time he even played him? <laughs> no. He only lost. He's what? Two and one? I don't even think he's two and one. I think he's three and oh against you guys. No. Who? Lamar. I want to say he's three and oh. Oh, Lamar? Yeah. He beat um, you. He beat y'all in that big game against Brady when people were like, oh, he's not going to win it. He beat them. That was like a yeah. Monday, Tuesday night. No, we just beat y'all last year. In the rain. We just beat y'all last year. Might have, might have, COVID. We did. I ain't no might. We did. You said COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Nah, nah. I want to hear that about COVID. Nah, y'all. y'all All right. Well, me. if he was now there, he two and zero against you. Anyway, moving on to the third and ten segment. Uh, what is the hardest position in football to play, Nick? Give me one position and just explain it. I mean, I hate to be that guy. You're gonna give me the easy one, but quarterback. I mean, you have to be the field general. I mean, you you went there, but I'm sorry, bro. I mean, what is <laughs> what the every team starts and ends at the quarterback position. So, I mean, they're the people who have to go out there and uh, who's the most important team on the on the Ravens right now? Who's the most important player on the on the Ravens? Okay, who's the best? Who's the most important player on the Buccaneers? Okay, who's the most important player on the Kansas City? Wait, Chiefs, wait, the Green wait. Bay Packers. Wait, the Green Re- Bay Packers. Rewind, rewind, okay. rewind. I mean, it is we, the most important we, position we all in the said it is. that at least the top six quarterbacks they would have played for the Bucks last year would have got to the NFC chip. No, no, I agree. Okay. But who brought in all those players? Who's the reason why all those players went there? That That's all true. I'm saying. Okay. So I, I won a Super Bowl with Trent Dilford. Okay. It's not the most it's, important it's the most position. Important. It, it is. is the most important position. It is. Now, the I will say there are misnomers like that. That is a good one. Obviously, at uh Brad Johnson winning with the Bucs in 2002, obviously. I'm just saying, but, it's not as – people try to make it like it's the end-all, be-all, and I'm so sick of that. Like, it's not. You I got, think the way the game's going now, it, it almost is. So, if it's not the end-all, be-all, why, why are you trying to make it such a big deal for the, for the Patriots team? <laughs> I didn't say it was an end-all, be-all. I said who your skill – Nick, didn't I say skill positions? Bro, we upgraded tremendously at the skill position, though. What I'm saying is we're talking about most. And we're deep at I mean, obviously, no, it's 53 people on a football team. So, no one person can do it by themselves. But, I mean, like, the most important position is the quarterback. I mean, at the end of the day. What about you, Terrence? What you got for the most important position? Or it's the hardest position to play, not most important. Switch it up here. I'm staying on the offensive side, but I'm going to go offensive line. I mean, if you think about it, man. like everybody throwing at you. Boy, just think about having to guard or, you know, protect your quarterback from Khalil Mack, Aaron Donald, Keen Hicks, all these guys that are just, you know, it's funny. You know, beasts. If I had to play, if I had to rank the hardest positions for me, I'm going to go corners first. Corner, I feel like, bro, corner is hard. Like Terrence can tell you, Terrence probably going to have a sorry corner guard him <laughs> and know he's going to eat him alive, bro. Because you got to think, the corner, like, you're you're trying not to get ripped apart by I Terrence. Actually, I actually feel that. I like yeah. that. Yeah, that's You're trying point. not to get ripped apart by Terrence and stay in front of him or stay next to him. And then you got to worry about it, where his quarterback's putting the placement of the ball, right? Yeah. 
So then, and, and you don't know where he's going. Before exactly. The play starts, he knows where he's going. You got to guess. Like, if you're, and you got to be physical. You got to tap yeah. him too. And if you're like, up against Calvin Johnson, like you're a corner, yeah. you're like, you know, you're six one, you weigh like a buck eighty five, and then Calvin Johnson's across from you, bro. Like, or let's say it's night. a stretch player or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or if you're not playing, you know, like man, and you're playing zone, like, and you don't know when to let go of the the re- receiver and hand them off, like you're just and you're hoping like your dude comes over to help, but he doesn't in time. You're like, oh. Hold. So you're just stuck. Nah, corner's tough. I like that thing. Yeah, I, yeah I'm, that was going, a good pick. I'm going corner first, offensive line second, third is defensive line. Defensive line is boy, it's hard. Why you look like that, Nick? You see what I Aaron Donald you. be doing? Well, no, because I, I think you're going strictly from gameplay. Like, no, I'm but, which I'm I agree. Going, like the corner from like game, like literally having to sit up there and yeah, I get. I I really do like that. Pick, I play but, corner. Uh, that shit is hard, big dog. It's hard. <laughs> Yeah, no, I like. I, mean, I play, I play I safety like the line pick because I think linebacker. The, they say, you know, they always say the center is the quarterback of the offensive line, so I like that pick too. Um, but I, I don't know. I just feel like the quarterback's literally the extension of the coach, and you know, having yeah. to galvanize troops every day. Now, the, the quarterback is the most important. It's probably one of the. It's probably the hardest position to play. In the field, I mean, from a honestly. media perspective, like. You know, I think if, it, the, if the Rams suck, who were they blaming? It was Jared Goff. It was never Aaron Donald. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's it's not hard. I think I think uh, Nick just said it. The media aspect of it, yeah, like everything that comes with it. I yeah. think it's mm-hmm. it's probably That's easy. What I'm saying. y'all are picking yeah. good ones from like gameplay perspective. Yeah, like, like Nick said, from the media and you know all the other people are like, oh, like mm-hmm. you're the leader. Okay, in that aspect, because everybody comes to you, like Tony yeah. Romo getting asked questions about To being To, and yeah. he just mm-hmm. don't want to answer them questions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, from that aspect, they hold you accountable for everybody. I get that. That's hard. I'd find it extremely annoying because I wouldn't want to be answering questions about this dude 24-7 or that dude 24-7, yeah. you know? So, but I'm glad we came to the consensus corner, offensive line, and then quarterback is easily, like, harder for everything Nick mm-hmm. said, the extra, the media, the pressure, you know? So, now we're going to move on to the fourth quarter segment. A lot going on in the NFL this year. Some teams that might make the playoffs, might not make the playoffs. We were going to try to see what are the NFL dark horse teams. We're all going to pick a team from each each uh, conference and just say, like, why they would be a dark horse. We'll start with Terrence. Who's your AFC dark horse team? I could just go figure. AFC? Nah, I'm not even going to pick my team. Uh, <laughs> because I don't feel like we're a dark horse, honestly. I feel like we got our spark at that. So, we're going to see. But I, my dark horse team from out of the AFC, I'm going with the... For me, I, I picked two for, for each. I feel like it's either like, going to be like the Dolphins. One, 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 one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm going to go Colts. I'm going to go Colts. Okay. Nice. All right. Uh, Nick, who you got for the AFC? I got the Chargers, so uh, I really do. I really do like that team. Um, I think that Justin Herbert takes that next step, and then you know, uh, I think the defense will be back, be healthy. Obviously, they're in a tough division. I get that, but you know, the extra playoff spot this year, I think, is going to grant some good teams uh, the opportunity to make it, even if without yeah. winning the division with winning some games. And they fixed the and line too. Yeah, yeah, that's why I feel about the the Colts as well. Because at the end of the day, yeah, they're in the division with the Titans, but I feel like. If Wentz does play well, I mean, or if Jacob Eason is in there and he's, you know, holding it down until Wentz comes back or however it's going to happen, I mean, their defense is solid. Offensively, we know they have the talent on offense, deeper running back, you know, solid receiver. So I feel like, you know, they they can potentially make a little noise, you know. I see what you guys did there. AFC, I want Colts. But I like what Nick had to say about the Chargers because let's be honest, their defense hasn't been healthy the last couple of years with Phillip. If that defense can be healthy, we already know Justin Herbert can pick apart a team. And his head coach already said he can air it out this year. Like, his yep. coach is, is giving them the reins to be like, you know what, sling it. They tried to pull him back last year. They said, <laughs> yeah. oh, this year. There, there's no, like, <laughs> tugging the leash. Like, he ain't got a leash this year. And I'm excited to see it, honestly. And I yep. wish they could find, like, another receiver three, you know, to yep. have. They got Guyton. I think he was a well, rookie. Well, what I will say, though, is to the Chargers don't be expected if he has like don't be surprised if he has like a year like you know 25 to 30 touchdowns and then like 15 to 20 interceptions don't be surprised because like they said they're going to take the reins off him he's going to still make rookie type mistakes but i'd like i'd rather see him airing it out and uh maybe make some mistakes to gain confidence 
well, that, in the long run. That he and like you said, to gain confidence, but I feel like ain't that's not even gonna knock his confidence if he throws an yeah. interception. That, that, well, that's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. I think he's got like that Brett Favre mentality that he won't, you know, it won't phase him. It'll be he'll he'll be the type more so to rather than get shook to be like, okay, I know what I did wrong that time. Let's watch the game film and we'll figure it out. And that defense yeah, is going to be solid. Chris Harris they can definitely Jr. erase a lot of those mistakes. Yeah, Asante Samuel is probably going to be a monster in the slot. Derwin's yeah. back. We already know what Joey Bosa does. He's the best Bosa brother, you ask me. So mm. that's going to be tough. Uh, for NFC, I got the Cardinals. I feel like you know they improved a lot. It's going to be pressure in that division. Yeah, it's they, tough. <laughs> they, they went eight and eight last year. They'll be fighting for that playoff spot. But I think. They could be a dark horse team in the aspect. Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons somehow have actually in the preseason, if you've seen them, they look crazy together. They look nasty. And I didn't know how that was going to work, but Click Kingsbury has made it work. So it's nice to see. Nick, who you got out of the NFC? I hate to do this to you, but the Cardinals was literally my pick as well. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, uh, because I think Kyler Murray is another one. He's going to take another step forward. Uh, I think that the, uh, the offense – they were able to look uh, – obviously, their defense was more so the question last year, but their offense looked that good off of one year with D-Hop, one year with Kyler. Kyler's, you know, going to have a little bit more, um, you know, more savvy in him now, and he's going to be able to to really step up. I think that he's also kind of like one of those revolutionary-type quarterbacks where not necessarily his talent hasn't reached that level, but his style of play is – he's like a pocket, you know, pocket-sized Pat Mahomes with the way that he makes plays, so – like he he like his his comp is Russell. He is smaller Russell, honestly. Like yeah. I feel like he. But I, I guess that's what I say. Pat is like he's got like a rocket launcher arm, and he can kind of yeah. make those weird throws. Yeah, you be seeing Jit when he be smiling at D Hop. I feel like he gonna be he a lot. Of, he gonna do a and lot. He's of, not scared to throw it to him. I hate when quarterbacks. You know, he, don't, he ain't even Hulu, hesitant but. on it, bro. He'll see two yeah. people cover him. He's like, you know what? He's gonna get it. Yeah, with that somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He did that. He had that one thing where he looked up and he saw a hop getting covered one on one, and he smiled. He smiled. Yeah. He's like, oh, because he knew he in the helmet and everything. Like, yeah, oh, like you gonna, <laughs> you gonna disrespect that man? So, especially having AJ, if AJ's healthy, a lot of good things were coming out about camp with him looking good with Christian Kirk, Rondell Moore. Like, imagine those two in the slot and the two on the outside. Like, good that's luck. A solid. That's an court. that's an issue right there. And then you're going to have the problem, like, you know, what happened to the Browns when they didn't turn around to get Chad Henney. Kyle Murray faster than Chad Henney. So just imagine you don't turn around to tackle him and you're just covering everybody. Yeah. He's, he's gone. He's oh, yeah. Gone. He quick, quick. Yeah. He looked like, look like a badass toddler running away. He <laughs> 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 a little late, bro. Hey, Terrence he got out the walker and took off. Bro, Terrence goes out of that field chasing the boys. He looked like a bad toddler running. <laughs> but uh Terrence, who you got out of so, the NFC? I'm gonna only give my two picks because y'all pick the same team. Oh so, my gosh. <laughs> I respect so that. for this one, I, I pick either the uh football team or the Giants. So both of them, you know, same division, but I feel like Giants, if, if Daniel Jones don't Fuck keep fumbling and turnovers, I feel like they'll be okay. You know, their, their defense is always healthy, yeah. Yeah, Saquon stay healthy, and then obviously the football team. Have they a did really upgrade. Good defense. The Giants really did upgrade in the offseason, and like, people aren't respecting that enough. And the the football team as well. I mean, Curtis Samuel with Ter- Scary Terry out there. Um, if you if we can see the Fitz magic, you know they could potentially be special out there with Antonio Gibson saying they want him to be more like an Alvin Kamara. Obviously, we know that he's going to get the ball a lot. Um, and then they have um, with Logan Thomas, the tight end. Yeah, converting. Who's going to be still up and coming, ascending player at tight end spot. So, um, you know, it's definitely going to be competition between those two in the in FC East for sure. Nice, I like that. I like that. Uh, Nick, who you got for the most improved player next year? Who who's sticking out to you? It's Kyle, it's yeah. Kyle Ridley. Never yeah, mind. I think you already know where I'm going. <laughs> I already said I made the whole prediction. I have no shame in this one because, bro. I mean. So we are. He looks he tremendous. Was, I'm not gonna lie. He does. Well, look. And, and people, he looks tremendous in you know OTAs and everything, and training camp in the preseason. But also, you have to realize how good he did in Julio's absence. Now, obviously, he's going to be getting the bulk of the attention this year, and people have you know have book on him. They're going to have a scout report and be willing to go. But the difference between him and Julio, obviously, Julio is the physical monster. You know, I think he'll be more like a Stefan Diggs and uh, being able to dice people up in his route game. So. 
I, I, I mean it. Obviously, I'm biased. I'll admit. That, I just got a question though. Don't, so, don't, don't do uh, your, how, don't do your man Julio like that because that man can stop <laughs> on a dime on a route. Oh no, I think he's one of the most underrated route runners. But what I'm talking about, I wouldn't compare Ridley to Julio. They're not the same guy. You know. Yeah. What I mean? So how, how, how would you? Feel he would be the most improved if he had it this season last year. Yeah, like his season was guys like, that are going to yeah his you know, season go was from like insane. here to here. His season going to be like a little smaller step. I guess you could say it's more of a status thing, but um, more so one solidifying his uh, stature as one of the best wide receivers. I th- I genuinely mean it when I say I think he'll be an All Pro this year. Um, and kind of you know I think a lot of people are overlooking the fact that you know we lost Julio and then the fact we drafted Kyle Pitts. Calvin's going to be sitting there like, dude, what about me? The, look at what I did for y'all when, uh, Hulu, uh, you know, so I guess it is going to be more one. I think he'll improve his numbers. He'll get more targets. I think he'll score more touchdowns and get more yards. Um, mm-hmm. where, you know, last year he had a couple of the top five numbers, I think in receptions, yards and touchdowns, and he'll crack more towards that top. He'll have like one of those jumps that Devonte Adams had, uh, where, you know, last year and the year before where it was like, Oh, he can't get much better, but then he did. Um, so that's what I'm predicting. Okay. I like I, it. I like it. I like it. I ain't gonna lie. I don't know how much much better he can do because he did pretty pretty insane last year, to be honest. So I don't know personally how much better he'll do. I still think he's gonna do great. So don't get me wrong. Like I still think he's gonna do great. I just don't know how what like is he gonna get more touchdowns? I feel like he had well thirteen uh, hundred yards. Yeah, thirteen hundred yards, I believe thirteen touchdowns and then exactly. like so one hundred and one receptions. I mean, maybe you could probably take some of his touchdowns away to give to Kyle Pitts, and he'll probably just have bigger chunk plays, you know, because Kyle Pitts is going to be the mismatch in the red zone for sure. So maybe we'll do something like that. Uh, Terrence, who do you got for the most improved player? So most improved player, um, shoot, for this one, I was thinking we was going to do like an AFC and an NFC one. But well, go ahead. Me, I'm going to go with – Give me both. AFC, I'm going – Wentz if he's healthy. But if he's not, then I'm going to go with uh, LaVisca Chenault from – Jacksonville. I feel like, especially, I think Chenault, uh, just for the simple fact that now that ETN's hurt, I feel like uh, Chenault, he's a playmaker. He's going to be all over the field. So a lot of those plays that might have been designed just for ETN as well, now Chenault can get those plays as well. Um, And then for the NFC, I'm going to go with uh, Dallas Goddard. So now that I feel like he put himself as the, the number one tight end in Philly, I feel like you know, people are going to have to put more respect on his name. Jalen's going to need a safety blanket. Yeah, yeah. and he's he going to have Devontae Smith on the other side of him, so he's going to have space. That's, yeah. I that's feel solid. Like gonna, I feel like I'm, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah. Good ones, yeah, I give you that. That's solid. I got uh, – I went home on this one. I went LJ. But the pom- <laughs> I went the I went the Pompano living legend for sure because I feel like he played – he played average last year. He was like 16th out of the quarterbacks. Uh, This year they got him better weapons. I mean, the offensive line did take a, a dip, so I feel like that's going to be the the chancy part. I feel like his we- his weapons are the best he's ever he's ever had. He hasn't had better weapons. I just feel like he's going to take another leap. I mean, he already didn't want an MVP, but I about to say, you know, you're you're low key wrong for that because you're going to tell me how can I pick Calvin with well because Lamar, Lamar, Lamar didn't have a former MVP, bro. But Lamar, <laughs> L- Lamar went MVP season and then went like this. Yeah. So you know, I guess you could say like comeback. Like yeah, yeah, like comeback yeah. More here. of a comeback than I guess. Yeah. But I feel like he got his, the best weapons he's ever had. Uh, the defense is rolling like they always are. I feel like he's going to have a big year, definitely. I'm excited because I need him to because I'm tired of this, this fucking bullshit-ass narrative. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We got kids. Listen, I'm so run, sick. Run of back it. one. Yeah, like people – I just want people to understand. Like people get caught up in these mobile quarterbacks and – People are like, oh, people are going to catch up to him, blah, blah, blah. I'm letting you know, people never caught up to Vic. You know what happened to Michael Vic? He went to prison and he got injured. If he never gets injured or goes to prison, he tears the league up. Because you know what happened when he got out of prison? (laughs) He still tore the league up. Yeah. The difference between Vic and Lamar, those mobile quarterbacks are not like any of the other mobile quarterbacks. You can't put them in the same boat as those other mobile quarterbacks. And Falcons fans, if you think we're bad now, I need you to understand and try to remember how horrible those Falcons teams were that Vic played for, okay? He's just, like, he geez. put the whole team on his back and just said, okay, well, we're going to figure it out. Literally. His, his, <laughs> best, his best targets were Peerless Price and Algie Crumpler, and 99% of football fans would be like, who? 
Exactly, algae comfort. <laughs> but he liked, and you know, it's funny. He liked playing with comfort, though. He did. He said yeah, comfort was good. He had a couple uh, Pro Bowl seasons. Exactly. Work done in the backfield. We had a, we had a little bit. So but. I just, I just want people to know, like, they're not your typical mobile quarterbacks. Like, they know they are the best at those mobile quarterback positions, being a dual threat. Like, you know, as far as how good they run the ball, matching their throwing ability. Because then the underrated ones that people don't even think mm-hmm. about that are mobile is Russell Wilson, Kyle Murray. I don't care what nobody says. Mahomes would probably run more than what he does. And then you got Deshaun Watson. Even Josh Allen runs the ball. You know, like those dudes are just underrated at how they run the ball. But the ones that are dominant and generational talents and players, it's Lamar and Michael. Like, yep. We're not going to lie. And just like Nick said, those years with the Falcons, he was just putting the whole team on his back. He never goes to prison. He doesn't catch those injuries before that. He's, bro, he's a Hall of Famer probably now. Oh, definitely. No doubt. Like, I, I I wouldn't question that. And Nick's a Falcon fan. I don't know if it's different for him, but I watch Vic all the time. I'm, him being a Hall of Famer would be easy. Easy money right now. Yeah, his cleats and everything. So. Yeah. Like, he probably wouldn't have won a Super Bowl <laughs> with those teams. No, yeah. But he would have got paid and then just been killing it. In oh, he'd have been balling out there. Definitely. So, we got, we got that uh, – Rookie of the year picks. I'm going Kyle Pitts on uh for the Falcons, Nick. I feel like Buddy's gonna have a field day. I get to see the speed against you know slower linebackers. He's gonna be number two, the number two option. The Falcons got rid of Julio, so he's he stepped into that role. I'm excited to see what he does. You know, we haven't seen him preseason. Defense, I'm going Patrick Chatain the second. Because let's be honest, the Broncos are loaded on defense at corner. So the fact is you're going to tell this young dude, like, he might not have to guard the best person because you know who's there, Kyle Fuller. So Kyle Fuller might pick up the best person. So Baxter Tain is probably going to guard someone he could probably bully. And he's going to get a lot of chances, some freebie balls, where he can probably jump the route or just, you know, you saw he had the pick six against Minnesota. So I'm excited to see things like that happen for him. Who you got, Terrence? Yeah, so for offense, I picked Najee Harris. So the only reason I picked Najee Harris, although I don't feel like he had a good of a a line is just because I feel like he's going to get a lot of touches. So he's going to – His use is going to be crazy. Of that, yeah, just off of that, he's going to get a lot of yards. He's going to get touchdowns. You know, his numbers are going to be, I guess, inflated per se um, a little bit. And then – We got on defense. Defense, crazy because I picked Patrick Sertain as well. Um, like you said, I feel like he'll be able to go out there and hold his own. We've been seeing what he's been doing so far in the preseason. I mean, he's, you know, came as advertised so far. So, I mean, if he – plays the whole season like this, we can see a defensive, you know, rookie of the year be Patrick Sertain for sure. Definitely. Nick, who you got? Hit me with him. So uh I actually had to change a heart on mine. Uh I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Justin Fields uh for offense. I think if he gets in there, uh, I think that he'll turn a lot of heads. Um I think that he'll be very like what we said, electrifying because he he can do it all. I think he's a pretty creative player too. Um and he's got he's kind of he's got like that swagger about him too that I think that rookies need to have in order to play well because you know the the timid guys are the ones that get ate up in their rookie season. Um so I think he's got a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of throwing a, a bold prediction out there on that one. He reminds um, me of a smaller version of Cam, like not how Cam yeah, plays, yeah. but just how he is, like how he yeah. like you can tell and yeah, I mean that's what I said before too. I feel like he's a Cam 2.0 because his arm strength and his yeah, accuracy and, is man. And even exactly. though I really do think he should have never said the whole the league feels slow to him or whatever, I mean the fact that he has the he balls to rough. say that, yeah, <laughs> the fact that he has the balls to say that, I mean that says a lot about his character. And then um, for defense, I'm kind of like what you said, Terrence, about usage. I'm going with Micah Parsons for the uh, for the Cowboys. Oh, yeah, he gonna have to be everywhere, okay. bro. Well, so he's gonna be yeah. all over the place. And then on top of that, if Dax really is beat up as we're starting to believe he is, that offense is not gonna be on the field much. And this dude's gonna have. He's in the middle. He's going to be, uh, you know, facing some pretty, pretty poor competition in his own division. So, I mean, he's going to have a good opportunity to put up some gaudy numbers. All right. That's good. I, I can like get that. behind that. I like that Mark Parsons. Yeah. All right. Who you got for the sack leader next year, Terrence? One spill. Who? Give me a name. So, for me, throw a little prediction out there. So, I'm going to say Miles Garrett will take the jump. Oh, so all he's, right. He's had double digit sacks consecutive years. I feel like added Jadavian Clowney. And honestly, you know, like I said, on paper, their roster from up to down is it's like that. And I feel like having that potentially blanketed defense out there with their secondary and everything, I feel like um, I mean, quarterbacks ain't gonna have much time with this <laughs> this defensive line. 
edge rushers. So. so we locking him in. Who you got, Nick? I'm scared. I'll go with TJ Watt. Um, oh. You know, they got him some more help on the uh, on the defensive end. Obviously, that division, the entire division is like predicated on defense at this point. And honestly, I was going to say Miles Garrett, but just to give you all a different answer, I'll go with I knew when he was going to pick it's him. It's crazy because so. I picked him or Miles Garrett. <laughs> yeah. So I just saw one with TJ Watt. I mean, I think those are both great picks. There's a lot of good defensive ends out there. And, you know, I mean, you could even put Chandler Jones in there as a dark horse. I'm a huge believer in the more good defensive linemen you have, the better chance you have of getting sacks. So. I like hey, TJ Watt. I'm gonna throw a big one out there for y'all. It's a it's a gamble too. I'm going Chase Young. Jay is six mm, five, okay. an animal. He's great. Bro. He's great. He's yeah. an animal, yeah. and he stacked up on that defensive line. Like you said, Nick having other pieces. His whole it's weird. His defensive line and the Niners' defensive line. Those defensive lines are like six defensive players deep on the yeah. line, which is insane. Like deep as they all have starters that could just leave and go play on another team. Yeah. So These crazy. Significant players for other teams. Yeah, like that's crazy. So I think Chase Young out there, he's gonna have a field day. I forgot how big Buddy was. And so I saw the picture of him and Joe Burrow. He hey, listen, did y'all see him talking trash to, to dude telling him he was still in the game? Yeah, <laughs> you see that? I was like, no, oh, that's yeah. disrespectful. That's, that's his that's his homeboy, the running back. That's his buddy. <laughs> they were they grew up together. It was funny. His buddy was his buddy was bigger than him growing up. His buddy just stunted and stopped growing. I think he stopped at like five, nine, five, ten. Takes just kept going, kept going. Yeah. So it's crazy when you see it. Still in the game? But yeah. <laughs> so uh, to get – we're going to get to the fan favorite, the overtime segment. We're trying to run through this a little fast. Nick got a hot dinner date, 8 o'clock. He might be a little Wait. late. He might he might be a little late. But uh, <laughs> we're going to make sure he get out of here. I'm just kidding. He ain't got a hot dinner date. He's going to eat with his mom. Anyway, or he's not going to eat with his mom. He's going to eat with his sister. Man, you're fumbling all over the place. Yeah, I'm having, <laughs> I, I'm having a bomb moment, bro. I'm sorry about that, too. I ain't even – I Yo. said it, and I was like this. I was like, bro, <laughs> bro I was like, is you stupid in my head? I was like, bro. So I'm glad Nick liked that. Nick's a nice guy. I had to get him off the court, though, this weekend. We played basketball. Man, after I was y'all's MVP last weekend, but we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, they got, Nick got a little stroke on him. He, he got a shot. He can play in the men's league. So we go to, <laughs> <laughs> we go to this overtime segment. Um, I we're oh hey, God. you got to lock in your question. You can't pick the same answer. Okay, all right, bet. we're saving that today. So who want to go first? Oh. Nick won. You first. won last week, right? Yeah. So I'll pick. I'll go first. Barely, actually. Cheap. I won two weeks in a row. <laughs> all right, two in a I, row. I was the number one pick in the 1999 NFL draft. Who am I? Champ Bailey. Dante Culpepper, Tory Holt, Tim Couch. Who you going with, Nick? I'm gonna go with Champ Bailey. Okay, Nick going out of Champ. Georgia. All right, I'm gonna go Culpepper then. Okay, neither, neither one of you are right. It was <clears throat> Tim. It was Tim Couch, like you said, Nick. No points awarded to anybody. Way to go, fellas! It's doing great on today's test. <laughs> I had the most NFL receiving touchdowns in 2001. Am I Derek Mason, Marvin Harrison, Jerry Rice, or Terrell Owens? Who you got, Nick? Marvin Harrison. And Terrence, who you got? Can't pick Marvin Harrison. Who's other people? Uh, you got T.O., Jerry Rice, Derek Mason. One, T.O., Jerry Rice, Mason, I'm going to go. I mean, I'm going to have to go T.O. You going T.O.? Yeah. All right. So, it's quite funny that you guys did this. Marvin Harrison had 15, but Terrell Owens had 16. Damn. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Terrence gets a point there. I'm moving on. I had to go T.O. I'm like. I led the league. I led the league. <laughs> I led the league in sacks in 2004. Am I Jason Taylor, Terrell Suggs, Julius Peppers, basketball legend, or Dwight Freeney? Who you got, Nick? I know Suggs won a defensive player of the year one year. I don't know what year it was. And I feel like it was that year. And he might have led the league in sacks. So you going Suggs? Nah, I'm going to go with Julius Peppers. <laughs> okay. Who you got, Terrence?
you went Julius Peppers. I got what Freeney. You got Freeney, Suggs. Suggs I mean, these are good ones because it could have been anyone. Dwight Freeney was a monster too. His was the other person undefeated. Yeah, Freeney, Suggs, who? Taylor, J- Jason Taylor, Terrell Suggs, Dwight Freeney. I don't know why something telling me to go Dwight Freeney. That's what you going. That's the only other. That's the only other answer I feel like I can choose right now. Yeah. All right. So starting it off, Jason Taylor had nine and a half. He's a beast on Miami, so don't let that nine and a half fool you. Terrell Suggs had ten and a half. And the white Freeney had 16, but Julius Peppers only had eleven. Oh no. Oh damn. I know. Terrence got another one. And we're gonna let since Terrence is up 2-0, we're gonna let Terrence answer his next question first. I I had you can answer you can give me two answers for this. You can give me it's multiple answers. I led the I had the most interceptions in the league in 2009. Is it Charles Woodson? Dar, Dar, Darnell Sharper, Asante Samuels, or J- Jarius Ballard? Byard. Can't say his man's name. Well, it was a tie. Or are you saying what you saying? You said we you can we get multiple you can, you can get multiple people like you can put multiple people in. There. Oh, okay. Um So you said say that, say it one more time. Charles Charles Wilson, Daryl Sharper, Asante Samuel and Jerry is Byard. I'm going to go with Charles Wilson and um What's up people again? I don't forget that fact. <laughs> This man got a spaghetti for a brain. Darnell Sharp, Sharper. Yeah, I'm gonna go Sharper and, and Wilson. Okay, Nick, who you got? Well, I guess I got Samuel and the other Byard that you can't say. All right. So fun fact is actually all of them with nine. They all tied. So I'm gonna break y'all off a point each. The scoreboard currently is three to one. But I won then. All right. So we're going into question number five. I'll let y'all mortgage some points. <laughs> so since it's 3-1, Nick, you can mortgage points that you don't have and go on the hole next week. Or wait a minute. Exactly. You can mortgage points from next week. There's gonna be five questions. Was like, what was that show around the horn where you're doing the negatives? <laughs> yeah. You can <laughs> you can mortgage your points for next week to catch Terrence. And if you win, you get these points and just your points next week don't vanish. And then Terrence, you can mortgage all three or mortgage two, however you want to break it down. Well, I can technically mortgage one point, right? Because I got you, you can more you can mortgage one right now without going in the hole. Yeah. You can mortgage the ones next week. So you got if, three. Terrence, are you mortgaging any or what are you doing? Is yeah, Terrence. Yeah. Answer? yeah, I'm a mortgage. How many you gonna mortgage out of your three? I'll mortgage one because then if he was the name, then he can get yeah, then I'll mortgage one as well. Because right. you can tie me at two, so I don't want to be yeah. behind you. I got smoked. Terrence is mortgaging <laughs> one. And... Right, you know, I was mortgaged two then. Just I'll go down one next week. Nick going to go on the hole next week. Yeah. All right, let's see. Hopefully, you don't go on the hole, Nick, because I'm coming to collect the taxes. Yo, this if I win tough. this one, Terrence would be so mad. Oh, I'm be <laughs> Hey, for the record, I won already. <laughs> it was like me and that. <laughs> nah, this is gonna be this is gonna be funny, and y'all can't pick the same answer. I led the league in rushing in 2011. Am I Marshawn Lynch, Ray Rice, uh, Michael Turner, or Chris Johnson, or Maurice Jones? True. Oh, who, who are you picking, Terrence? Oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Brett, I'm going CJ2K. Oh, no, bro. Oh, okay. I'm thinking CJ2K. <laughs> I think it's a 2K season, bro. All right. I'm going CJ2K, bro. I got to. Nick, who? Oh. Nick, who But I'm also to? thinking, you finna go Maurice Jones-Drew, because I'm like, ah, or because of him. Oh, this is tough, bro. And I think his best year was 09. Oh my God! Give me the options again. It wasn't Michael Turner. I know that his range oh, there was. You're saying no Michael Turner. You got Marshawn, or no, Mar- Marshawn Lynch, Ray Rice, and Maurice Jones Jr. I don't think any of them ever led the league in in Russia. I'm gonna be honest with you. Maybe Maurice Jones Jr. back in '09. So no, just, Michael Turner did back in the mid 2000s. I think you, you lock it in. Michael Turner, Maurice Jones Jr. 
know, I know I'm wrong, but I'm gonna go with Michael Turner just because he's my boy. I boy in the hole. <laughs> it was Maurice Jones Drew. Oh my oh, god. No. Don't tell me we both done got we both done got the duck over there. And neither one of y'all got it right. It was Maurice Jones Drew. God. Oh my! You should have picked. I said I know you go on Maurice Jones. I, I don't know why I was stuck on 09. I, I thought he was gonna do it, so I was like, "Oh, Nick's gonna get him." And then you did. You went away from it. I was like, "Really, bro? Like what?" So Nick I was is, thinking he. I even said it wasn't. I knew it wasn't Michael Turner. Nick in the hole. Nate won next week. So it was. It was either one of them for me. It was Maurice Jones or I wanted. I, that's my pick was CJ2K. I was like that. So his was probably the 09 season then when he did that. CJ2K was. It was crazy because it was stretch plays and like just gone. He's yeah, yeah. Bye, bye. bye bye. Stretch play to the eight eight spot. I'm out of here. Yeah. Every time. And people knew it was coming and he still did it. Yeah. So couldn't stop it, bro. No, I couldn't stop it. Terrence is a yeah. champ for this time's overtime segment. You got anything you want to flaunt? All right. If you didn't know for the listeners out there, Terrence is flaunting his little muscles. That's what he's showing <laughs> off to us. <laughs> hey, daddy muscles, the big muscles. All right, yeah, dad muscles. We're going with that. That's dad strength. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're going to have Terrence lead us out with the what's the word of the day. Yes, yeah, sir. So today, uh, our word of the day is going to be mindset. Uh, so just some, some short quotes or some a little bit of terminology for that. Um, so you must tell yourself, you know, uh, no matter how hard it is or how hard it gets, I'm going to make it. Also, you don't lose if you get knocked down. You lose if you stay down. So we have to have a strong mindset. Mindset is something that nobody can ever take from us. So we're talking about football, sports. So at the end of the day, your mindset is something that nobody ever can take from you. So like the guys, you know, one day when sports are over, you always have your mind. So whatever your greatest accomplishment is off of the field, whether it's business ventures or, um, you know, getting your degrees, whatever it might be, nobody can ever take that from you, especially your mindset. So uh, definitely want to to put that in front of you guys. Tonight. Yeah, Nick, uh, I, I mean, like that. Terrence hit that right in the head, positive mindset, you know, got to be positive. Mind over matter. Yeah, you just got to have positive thoughts. Manifestation is the best thing, you know. Yes, sir. So as long as you can have that going. Hope Nick has a good time with his sister on their little date. I got that correct. So I hope that <laughs> hope that goes good. Thank you guys for tuning in to cover four with the guys. Host Marquis. Hope you guys have a good week. Watch the football because uh, here soon we'll be talking about the regular season. All right, you guys have a good one. Debates. Looking forward to that. All right. <laughs> Later.